1: .com
0: Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass where moxie meets mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach and psychotherapist, and on today's episode, I'm exploring the irrational belief that allows dysfunction to hijack milestone days. This feels like a deeply personal episode to me and also like a public service announcement. It comes out of the countless times I have held space for clients whose families have absolutely ruined their milestone days. Often wedding days, sometimes baptisms, graduations. We, we have big milestone days that we want to celebrate with our families. And I have witnessed countless people planning those days and then the aftermath of those days. In my own story, I've had two weddings and I'm gonna have a third. I had a giant wedding and I had a small wedding. In my first wedding, it was three weeks after the sexual abuse secret came out in my family. It was an absolute shit show. There was chaos and negativity and competition and shaming and control issues and demands and manipulation and drama tornadoes and passive aggressiveness. And if you're thinking, well, I'm not getting married. Like, what's in this episode for me? Many of us will support other people on their important days, whether it's births or celebrations, big milestone days, little ones job promotions. Maybe you know someone who's planning their one big day right now. Maybe this episode can be something that you direct people in your world to if they're struggling with boundaries and the dynamics of a dysfunctional family for a milestone day. The number one irrational belief that screws up a milestone day when your family is dysfunctional is, it's my big day. Surely this one day can be about me, and they can be on good behavior for once. I mean, it's one day, and this is the day that gets to be about me. It sounds so reasonable, doesn't it? We have to stop allowing dysfunction to hijack our lives. You know, it's rare that I hear someone's big day ruined by something unintentional like a car crashing into the venue or strong winds making it impossible to have the ceremony on the beach. Maybe I've heard a few stories of someone getting food poisoning or someone having a heart attack on a big day. These are unfortunate life things that just happen. These things feel disappointing and frustrating and can be sad in their own way. But in dysfunctional families, I see something interesting happen. There is this almost universal mass delusion we all seem to go under. It's like we cross our fingers. Maybe it's our inner child that just crosses our fingers and hopes that on this one important day, this one thing my family will let be mine. It can actually be about me. And a wedding day is the biggest day in our culture that we know gets to be about ourselves if there's any day that we won't feel spoiled or obnoxious about owning and getting to be all about me, it's a wedding day or a graduation day or the birth of a baby. And sometimes, depending on the levels of dysfunction, a family can get it together. They can allow a person to have a day. And maybe somebody's grouchy or grumbly Maybe there's somebody in your family who's chronically late and holds up the ceremony that way. But when you have more than slight dysfunction in a family, there tends to be a sabotaging that happens. That as part of the family dynamic, the family dynamic can be in and of itself narcissistic. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that there's a lot that happens with dysfunction, with people who are chaotic, with people who don't have insight and personal responsibility. Because it takes personal responsibility to step back. It takes a certain amount of maturity to to step back and to hold within our hearts, wow, this day has nothing to do with me and I get to be a support player for another person. As simple as that sounds, think about what that takes And think about whether the people in your world have what it takes to actually support you and if they're willing to do so. I used to very much do the typical counselor thing of listening and holding space in what I would describe as a passive way when people spoke of upcoming big days in their lives. Then one year I had three clients in a row. Of course, they had no idea about each other. But they got married, and they had pretty severe dysfunction in their families. And their wedding days were absolutely hijacked in very predictable ways. Each woman came back to me after that day and said some simple form of, they just ruined it. And you had been trying to warn me and guide me into having boundaries, but I just didn't want to. I wish I had listened and let you help me set the boundaries I'm so pissed with myself for having given them the benefit of the doubt that they could show up for me when they have never been able to do that. What is wrong with me that I thought they could? I let them ruin my day and I'll never get that back.
1: Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.
0: Now, I'm definitely not saying, listen to me and you will avoid pain. That's not what it's about. But most of us have to go through having one of these very important milestone days hijacked, maybe two, before we seem to be able to give ourselves permission to put a foot down and say, no, I have enough historical evidence to place a really strong bet on what behavior is going to show up on this day. And I'm going to do some really brave work to keep the drama tornadoes out and away. And in that way, it's a super valuable lesson And I never want to get in the way of my clients learning their super valuable lessons. This episode is a way for me to be able to say to you in a very appropriate way, you're in control of that. Your days are yours to own. And if you know that it's not wise to give the benefit of the doubt, why do it? And in that way, we get to learn from the pain of others. And there's something beautifully healing about that. I know the women that I'm talking about who have had their days hijacked and listened to the show. Thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for learning tremendously from the problem of putting hope in a place that's we have enough evidence that that's a bad bet. I've talked about it in some of the live streams on Patreon, some questions that have come up there about HSP is managing our hope. I think we benefit from facing that we are all sort of suffering from a mass delusion of Norman Rockwell ness, of Hallmark movies. And now we have the Instagramification of everything that is curated and staged. And it may be playing on our expectations about what's reasonable. And it may be playing on our hope in a way that sets us up to have to work through a whole lot of resentment and anger and disappointment. For seekers who are deeply responsible, this is in some ways less about getting mad at the people that may show up with bad behavior on our important days. And more about a self-anger of what is it going to take for me to learn that I get to have boundaries, that I need to have boundaries for the sake of my sanity, my peace of mind, and for the flow and joy that I want in my life. Questions to ask yourself if you're facing such an event. What strategy do you really need? Is it wiser for you to work on how to ignore or block out or let go of dysfunction or messiness? Or is it a better strategy to set some boundaries and not invite the super dysfunctional? What do you really need to own the important days in your life? Only you can give yourself permission to own a big day in your life to the best of your ability. We own the day and we own the boundaries we set or we own the consequences. Those are the available choices within all that we don't control. Choose wisely for yourself in this one precious life. When we do that, that is the embodiment of true self-care and true soul care. And sometimes, especially when we come from a lot of dysfunction, we have to own that people may love us very much, but have absolutely no idea how to keep their dysfunction out in a way. And it is unfair, but it is the reality that that falls to us, those of us who have the insight to see it, To know what that dysfunction is and to connect with the personal responsibility and empowerment of setting the boundaries that I need for my one precious life. I hope there's something powerful in this episode for you or for someone that you know. If you struggle with how to give yourself permission, how to deal with the people pleasing struggle of not inviting or of saying no or of constructing an event that will really please and honor what you need it to be and what you want it to be. Consider signing up for my boundaries course. I'll teach it live. It's not one that you do going through it yourself. And that'll start in October. You can secure your spot. You can come find me at emotionalbadass.com or NikkiEisenhower.com to sign up today. If you'd like to do some individual work with me, you can always find my website and see if I'm accepting new clients and easily book online from anywhere in the world. If you want more on this topic, our February Patreon episode was on limits, irrational beliefs, limiting beliefs, abundance mindset, motivation. You can come listen to all the exclusive episodes and content we have for you there at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. I want to thank these patrons that help us produce the show. We cannot do it without you. We are so grateful. And we are working towards our second goal of 250 people. We want 250 patrons to hit our next goal and to take our show to the next level. We need a production assistant. I want to thank Samantha S. I want to thank... Initial C N for being a Patreon producer of the show. I want to thank Lisa, me, Allison, woohoo, using full name. Thank you for your support, Lorelai. Thank you for being here, Lindsay Clifton. We got another brave soul letting us shout out your full name. Thank you for supporting us and helping other people find out that they're highly sensitive. I want to thank Karen. I want to thank Andrea Lynn. Aaron Giselle Waits, another full name. Thank you, thank you, brave soul. I want to thank Kristen G, Evan W, Ophelia L, and to Find Frankie. I like that handle. Thank you for continuing to support us. We really, really cannot do it without you. Light and love, and we'll see you next time. Remember, I'm an emotional badass, you're an emotional badass, and together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Bye-bye.
1: dot com.